Man, that's so good. Creation. It's always been there, but I couldn't hear it. And I, I really hope that we don't go back to the total normal of it all. Hey, everyone, this is Matt McCoy. I know that this new season has created a lot of new challenges for you as a worship leader. And because of this, we decided to do a handful of new episodes called Community Stories, where basically I sit down with a worship leader from Loop Community, and we just dig into their real-life story about how COVID-19 is impacting their worship leading, their church, and their personal life balance. So, listen in on this conversation with someone from our community. I hope this is encouraging to you in this new season. Hey. Matt, what's up, man? That was some sick tunes, Matt. Yeah, That's bro. Really, this really got me going. We got to get it going for this morning. <laughs> Waking everybody up. Although where you are, right? It's like 8 p.m. Yeah, like 3 p.m. 3, 3 p.m. Yeah, yeah. Midway All through. Right. Got the afternoon slump. Got my coffee on. See me through working Little... from home. Week five yeah. of working from home. Oh, man. Well, bro, thanks for joining this episode of Community Stories. I don't know if you saw my cool title slide here. I mean, whole minutes have gone into the prep there, and I just really honor that. Just really respect that. (laughs) Yeah, thank you. Thank you. I even added some color. (laughs) That's next level editing. It's amazing. So where you are in England, right? Yeah, Bristol in the UK. So it's a town, city, uh, about two hours away from London. Uh, Cool. Yeah, getting on for about a million people over the, the size of it, but yeah. Wow. And you are a worship leader or what's your role at your church? Yeah. So we're bivocational. So we all have normal jobs. uh, And then everything we do is volunteer. So my wife, Annie and I, we were uh, worship pastors at Woodlands Metro congregation up until we had our first baby a couple of years ago. We are now volunteers at one of the other congregations in our little church network, Highgrove Church. Uh, And I still lead up at the kind of mothership church, which is called Woodlands Central, which is our sort of big hub congregation right in the town center there so yeah annie and i both on the sort of more smaller local family church thing where we go with our little boy barnaby uh, and i do sort of the worship once a month at the big central one as well wow busy you're also one of our producers you've been you've been a producer at luke community for since the beginning i think 10 years yeah i i i think the very very first hymn remix composition in like 20 yeah. I want to say 2011 or 12. Be a, yeah, it'd be probably like 2011, 2012. Yeah, when I had a so. black MacBook Pro and a copy of, uh, I oh, think, cool. Re- Reason 3 Yeah, <laughs> that I tried Damn. to do a remix on. So that's back in the day. We're like old, old guys telling like war stories now, Matt. We need to be <laughs> careful of that too. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I got a uh, Kickstarter loop to pedal. So, you know. Oh my gosh. That's <laughs> so awesome, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So... So Matt, what do you think has been like the biggest thing you've learned or the biggest challenge you've had to face in this whole COVID-19 as it relates to worship at church? As it relates to worship. Yeah, it's it's such a big deal, isn't it? Um, we forget the power of the gathering and we don't really realize it until it's removed from us. So here here in the UK, we, we're, we're at no gatherings of, of any size. So Nothing. the team the team can't go to church and run a service of five, six, seven people. That just doesn't happen. So we're just 100% from home and we're all trying to work out a way of building something which is authentic, but also of a decent enough quality. Yeah, so right. yeah, what we've defaulted into doing, some of our worship leaders, our team, just to talk about the Sunday yeah. morning congregation that I'm part of, 
you know, you're trying to do a service every week that's fully online, that is suitable for the under fives and the over 60s, yeah. <laughs> try and include everyone. What we've, what we've defaulted into doing is pre-recording everything, loads of different elements, the preachers yeah. re-recorded, the worships pre-recorded, various kids elements and youth elements and community interviews and stuff. We send that all off to our, actually our pastors, two boys, are um, him and my, my great pastors, Ed and Deb Marsh, their two boys are competing and fighting over who gets to edit the Sunday service at the moment. So who knows how long yeah. that'll continue. But um, <laughs> yeah, so worship-wise, we, we, we've, we've sort of gone here, there, there's, in the UK church anyway, we've seen a bunch of churches using a bit of pre-recorded content. So yeah. they got together as a team a couple of weeks before lockdown and blitzed a whole bunch of videos. Uh, we could have done that, but we felt, there's something more authentic about like I'm in my son's bedroom right now that's my home office and yeah. I've led worship from here a couple of times and actually what people have said to us is you're in your front room I'm in my front room we're all in it together and that actually helped them to engage in worship a bit yeah, right. better than perhaps trying to be too polished or trying to be too big because no one's in the church it's a bit weird to have an empty church I don't know yeah right everyone's right. experienced different but I have been using tracks quite see quite well every week really just to give a bit of a fuller sound because i think that really does help people engage but then also we've done a few like worship nights just on facebook live it's just an acoustic okay so i think yeah variety is a spice of life isn't it on these things so yeah yeah. have you guys noticed if like your attendance has like gone up or down versus you know going live uh what do you mean in terms of terms of sunday attendance or like or which stream yeah like you yeah, do you feel like you, you guys have more people attending church virtually than you did in yeah. person? I think raw numbers in terms of people on the streams and on the websites, we've actually probably got slightly more. Um, well, it's a bit skewed, isn't it? Because it was Easter and you feel yeah, like right. there was a it's lot of know. people maybe. It's hard to know. I know a couple of churches have seen a bit of a drop off like the last couple of weeks. I think initial yeah. sort of sense it was quite panicked quite a lot of fear around people just wanting something to hold on to what we have seen is a lot of people kind of on the edges and fringes of church making sure yeah. they're logging on and actually but you just get that one number don't you but maybe it's on in the front room and maybe somebody's watching it on their tv they would usually go to church but their partner doesn't maybe they're watching it so yeah, yeah. roughly about the same people what weirdly we had um the worship night, the first of our kind of live worship nights last Wednesday, and I had like 60, 70 people log on and watch and join in. Whereas if, when we do that live and in person, just on a normal yeah. Wednesday night, maybe 10 people right. show up. So I thought that was really interesting. That is interesting. Are you changing how you do things to, you know, because watching worship online can sometimes feel, you know, when you sit in your living room and you're watching worship, you're like, am I supposed to sing along? Like, <laughs> yeah. You can definitely yeah. hear yourself singing because there's no no one else in the room except for maybe your wife or ki- and kids or something. Yeah, yeah. Like, so do you guys is... do worship differently because of that? Or So th- this is where I bring in a bit of my personal history. So my wife and I, we, we actually met as part of the more of the IHOP kind of 24-7 yeah. worship and prayer. So we've got yeah. a huge lifetime of experience of leading worship in empty rooms. <laughs> okay yeah so yeah, you know so we would do like we would do a few you know for me it's it's no bother at all in a sense just to to focus in but i definitely miss the buzz of like a room one of the things that we have to be careful of and i don't know if this like when you join a facebook live stream or whatever the temptation is to get into a bit of a jokey mode 
which is kind of fun, you know, like people comment and it's like, oh, look at your cat. Yeah. He's jumped on you over. And yeah. like the British were kind of like known for making really, really excellent jokes about authority without actually really questioning it. <laughs> and you see that online, we've got a lot of comments, but we've just in the last couple of weeks, and actually my friend Matt Price, who's the worship pastor at Metro Church, that's part of our network now, is the sort of first to recognize this. And he just encourages people now when he starts his set just to maybe not comment for the worship. And maybe try and like really focus in and sort of engage with God in a way that, you know, because if you're thinking of the next funny thing to say, <laughs> you're not really there. Yeah. Yeah, and right. standing up as well, we just encourage people to stand up and maybe try and engage and kind of not to worry how they look kind of thing. Helps when yeah. the tech works, doesn't it? And you've got all the words and everything. And <laughs> Man, that's actually like really, really good advice. Because I do think that once people get live, once it, once the record button starts going, you you can start getting a little goofy <clears throat> yeah. and then you kind of miss, you know, you kind of forget that you're leading people somewhere <laughs> and you can yeah. throw off the moment because maybe they're not in the room with you. So it's not maybe as funny or they don't get it as much or. Yeah. And like, you know, anyone who's been in a relationship for a long time will know just how powerful an ill-timed joke is at killing a romantic moment. <laughs> yeah. Killing a moment. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Totally. And like, you know, it's a journey we're all on. We love a bit of the fun. Part of the this stage we're in, we can have a bit more fun and engagement and yeah. banter is the word we use here. Um, so, yeah, we want to sort of engage that, but also just recognise that, you know, we have got people joining and watching and it's like a sort of shop window into church, but we want them to encounter God, really. Yeah, right. And actually, we still have that. It's a bit of a discipline for us to yeah. keep choosing and keep focusing in because we haven't got that physical sense of the congregation around you to keep you focused kind of thing. Yeah. But right. yeah, but I find we, my, me and my wife, we find it really, really weird when we're being led in worship by our past selves. Totally. <laughs> it is. Yeah, that is weird. Yeah, because you're pre-recording. It's like, wait, this already happened. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so oh, we've got a fantastic blooper reel to come in a couple of weeks as well to share oh, with the church. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Do you guys record? Do you guys record your worship in one take, or you do it in songs and then you edit them and put together songs um, later? I've been doing two at a time, roughly. Okay. So it, again, it, we've got a little toddler running around the house. He likes to attack equipment. Yeah. And his favorite song is "The Blessing," you know, by Carrie Jovi and uh, Cody. Yeah. And if we're not if we're not singing that, he's not happy. <laughs> so you get this little two-year-old screaming amen at the top of his voice in the background of whatever you're trying to record yeah so i, I get what i can get what i can get to be honest matt in terms of takes but we have yeah. been trying to do yeah use the track leave a pad running on prime so i've been using prime on my uh, laptop into my ears set up my mics and record everything match it all up later with the stems from uh from the the cloud yeah, right. Uh, and try and do that just to mix in the bits to make it a bit of a fuller sound. But yeah, I've been trying to do it like no more than two at a time because we've been doing sort of shorter one hour services yeah. where we do like two songs. I'll tell you what's been really fun is our um, devotion, our youth church. They've been doing those kind of play along kind of videos, you know, where you all like listen to a song and play along. And last week they did Who You Say I Am by Hillsong Worship. And there was like six of them all lined up on the screen in their little houses, one playing bass, one playing cajon, one singing. And they yeah. use Prime to, to line them, all line themselves up to the same arrangement for that. So, oh, yeah, I've just cool. been trying to be a bit creative. Yeah, it was fun. What have you guys been using, just from a technical standpoint, what have you been using to actually stream out your videos? Are you just are you uploading to YouTube and Facebook? Or 
Uh, we're doing both. So we're going Facebook Live, and then we have our YouTube as well. I don't actually know okay. the program that is, that's being used. Oh, okay. It's my my password team, Ed and Deb, they've been covering that. I, I did see okay. a name of a program. I've been debating oh, okay. with them about the audio quality because I, I care yeah. about that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, we, we have it on the website because we know that a bunch of, not not everybody has Facebook, you know, and yeah. everybody likes right. Facebook. So, and you know, we're a congregation that skews both ways, really young to the oldest. Yeah. We want to make sure it's accessible as possible. And also, you know, the Facebook Live disappears after a while. I don't really know the details on this stuff, but we try to yeah. have it on our website, a YouTube embedded link on our website too. Yeah, that's cool. One of my last questions for you is, um, let's just talk about like missing church. So I, mm. I actually haven't led worship now since, gosh, I think it was early March before this all right. broke out. And the reason I haven't led worship is because I, at a, I'm at a church where they bring me in. I'm basically like an extra volunteer there. So I was leading worship probably about two times a month. And now I haven't led since early March. And I'm like really starting to miss it. And I'm like, yeah. man. And I miss going to church and I miss being like with people. And I miss yeah. just the whole, I grew up my whole life in church, like as a pastor's kid, like go to church on Sunday yeah. morning. And one of the most comfortable places I feel is a church building. And it doesn't even have to okay. be my, doesn't have to be my church. Like I can go to any yeah. church and I just feel so comfortable there and like safe and like, I don't know. I just miss that. Like, yeah. how has that been for you as far as like, you yeah. know, it's been almost two months since we've gone to church. Are you feeling it any pro- of the same yeah, feelings or it, how are you, how are you dealing with that? I think the last time I was actually physically at church, this is really weird because I, I, I work quite a lot in London. So my team is based in London. So my office is in London. So I'm always back and forth on the train. And I don't know if you know, but London was the first real hotspot of the virus. Yeah. Right. And um, the last time I led worship was on a Sunday morning and, and halfway through that morning, like two or three people in my team had had the virus or had been in my office. And I started to get a sore throat and cough and I got a mad temperature while I was leading. <laughs> I went home straight to bed. So that was actually the last time I led. I don't, I wasn't, didn't develop into yeah. anything serious. So, but you know, it was, it, it, it brought it home to me then when I really missed it actually, Matt was Easter Sunday because yeah. week two is my, we have like four weeks, you know, we, that's how we wrote it. And Sunday nights, week two is my Sunday night. And our Sunday night was Easter. So we were really looking forward. The team, I've got a brilliant team on my week two band. And I, I hadn't really thought about it until that moment. Yeah. But then I thought, oh, man, we'd be at church. It would be Easter Sunday. There'd be like 800,000 yeah. people. We'd, do, we'd have a great celebration. That's when I really missed it. Because as, as nice as the quiet and the smaller reflective is, it, yeah. You know, those those big moments in church life and the church calendar, the celebratory moments, you know, there's something right. there's something extra special about them. So I'd, I'd, right. I hadn't really missed it up until then. I hadn't missed getting up really early because we <laughs> on a Sunday morning when we're leading, yeah. we're, we're at church 830. So to be honest, yeah. I was quite enjoying enjoying being in my PJs, drinking right. coffee for the first couple of church services. Right. That is kind of um, nice. At first, I yeah. was like, wow, this is great. I can just like drink a coffee sit on the couch and yeah. yeah i can watch any church i want in the world like hey i've always wanted to do right. a song i could just watch yeah. a song want to go to elevation this weekend oh I'll go to it elevation goes, yeah it goes back to your first question about uh have you noticed that there's increasing number of people streaming i wonder how much is that people just like they went to elevation like be, so. being nosy and sort of checking it out oh but, yeah uh, yeah right. we um i don't know definitely miss the people miss the team for sure yeah. um don't necessarily miss some of the the busyness yeah right you know 
me and my wife have said to ourselves a couple of times like i can't believe we let ourselves get so busy yeah. you know that yeah. we've never had time like we've had we've had time to eat together every night as a family we've you know stuff yeah. that we just couldn't didn't work yeah. wasn't happening for us with work plans but it's happened every night it's not to make light of the situation in any way shape or form but there have been some things coming out of it that uh, of things that we've realized you know um yeah yeah i definitely look forward to being in a room and just feeling that numinous thing yeah. that comes know. you know the it does say that where two or more are gathered there i am yeah. and, right you know there's that element of it we're missing i think at the moment like yeah luckily yeah. i'm married <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah right right you know otherwise that'd be just yeah. one no i'm, I'm just kidding yeah, but like it. yeah yeah I know, man. I, I really hope that we can kind of get back to that again. And I do think you're yeah. right that like there are some new habits that I think we're developing or ways of life that I hope that do carry on past yeah. COVID-19. Because you're right. It's like, wow, we were so busy and we didn't have time to just like eat okay. together. Or I've yeah. never FaceTimed old friends and family like so much. Yeah. And yeah. it's actually like, wow, I probably should be doing that more. Yeah, so, right. Like for me, I, I, I was, I look back in my typical working week, I'd spend sort of 20 to 25 hours commuting, yeah. sort of go up and down to London. I'd do overnights in London and I've got all that time back. Yeah. And it's like, wow, that's a gift. I mean, so far I haven't, I just, you know, don't feel guilty if you haven't learned a new language or started a new business or anything. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, and you know, it's very, very challenging if you've got kids to look after or, dependents to look after or you know what the rules we have in the this country if you're over a certain age or if you're in a certain um vulnerable group you're not allowed to go out so you know my parents both in their 70s they're technically what's called shielded so they can't go out so you know it's 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 very tricky for some um but still i mean my wife got hold of um do you know john mark comer's book yeah the ruthless elimination of hurry of hurry yeah yeah i haven't read it yet yeah, well, I've had the time and I'm uh, I'm working my way through it. So it seems, seems like a bit of a timely kind That's of good. almost like prophetic thing. But yeah, isn't that wild? Yeah. Still though, I for me, I'm a doer. Yeah, gotta keep and moving. Like, uh, you know, there is there is. I'm getting to that point a little bit now where I kind of need to achieve something. Yeah, <laughs> I'm the same way. And yeah. I start thinking like, man, I, it's funny you mentioned like learning a foreign language or something because I was thinking like, man, what am I doing with my time? Like I should be like. I should know like Italian by now or <laughs> have started another company. But I think, I think that, you're like, doing fine as you are. <laughs> it's almost like, you know, I think of that, that Psalm where it's like, he makes me lie down in green pastures. Yeah. You know, like he makes us lie down in green pastures. Yeah. And this might be a time where God's just like making us like slow down and rest and just yeah. chill out and enjoy the pasture, you know? Yeah, because sheep won't do that. Sheep will yeah. not lie down unless there's also yeah. And nobody likes to be my my old pastor Philip does a great talk about this. Like nobody wants to be a sheep. Yeah. <laughs> like right. there's there's nobody in there's nobody in the church getting a tattoo of a sheep. Everyone's got tattoos of you know and yeah. When, whenever you see those guys doing prophetic art, they very rarely paint sheep. There's, there's nearly always a lion. Anyway, that's that's like a private thing. But it's not a very yeah. cool animal. But it yeah. kind of sums up who we are. Like Ben Stewart. Yeah. Um, passion city church or i think yeah. it was the the washington one he's got a great talk on that which i listened to a couple of weeks ago about yeah. that whole thing but yeah like everyone's asking this question in the workplace as well like i work in the investment world and 
everyone's asking, you know, what will the future look like? Will will some of this stuff carry on? You know, we're seeing wildlife come back into cities and stuff. Will that carry on? We're seeing like yeah. the environmental impacts of our lives going way down. You know, nobody's flying anywhere. Right. Nobody's driving yeah. anywhere. Like cities have got like clean air. Like I step yeah. out of my house here in Bristol, I can hear the birds. Yeah. Like that creation's is there. It's always been there, but I couldn't hear it. And I, I, I really hope that we don't go back to the total normal of it all wow. outside of the sort of church environment. You know, like I think I can't wait to be in a room with my family again, you know, my wider yeah. church family, but equally, you know, I won't take it for granted perhaps as much as I did. Man, that's so good. Creation. It's always been there. I couldn't hear it. That's such a good there you go. quote right there. Right. Well, with that, Matt. <laughs> I know that's so good, man. Well, bro, thank you for joining this community stories. No, we just pleasure. thought it'd be fun to like, kind of hear like what's happening in like real worship leaders lives and yeah because this is facing like everybody in the world which is pretty interesting and hopefully it's kind of encouraging to other worship leaders that like we're all maybe in the same boat yeah. feeling some of the same feelings and um you guys go check out matt's tracks what's your username matt or macro 99 all right so if you see macro 99 yeah and look for matt crossman on luke kennedy like his community tracks make sure you purchase those and support him because I don't know if you guys know this too. I always have to like remind people that like every time you purchase a community track, you're supporting like, like directly, like money gets go goes to worship leaders. So if you buy Matt's yeah. track, like he gets cut of that. So yeah. And that for us to... goes straight, straight back into our church. Yeah. So everything, everything I earn on Luke community gets, I use more, I buy more Luke community tracks for churches in our little group. So yeah, please yeah, go. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, go. Thanks bro. It was great hanging out with you. No worries, man. Yeah. Have a good rest of your day. Take care. Thanks for joining us on the Leap Community Podcast. Music from this episode is brought to you by John Guerra from his album, Little Songs. Make sure you check it out on Apple Music or Spotify. If you enjoy listening to this podcast, leave a review and a rating. It means a lot. We'll see you soon.